Rishi's aesthetic is is Rick Ross music and Fast Five movies. <laughs> For real. Like, For Rishi, real, is, Rishi not on wrong, the low, bro. If you were, if, if somebody said, what movie rapper combo would be the most MAGA, I might say Rick Ross. Would be the Fast most five. MAGA? No, no, no. Yellow it's, Wolf and Fast Five. <laughs> Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf. It's Eminem and Joker. We all know this. Come on. No, no bro, but Eminem said, said, and all that's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I spill it on Donald Trump? Probably not. In India, the marriages, they are between two families. So the parents guide their children. And that is the work of a matchmaker. Very nice person. Understand sense of humor. You know how I hate comedy. Welcome back, everybody, to Unwrap, a discussion show. My name is Rishi Rajagopalan. I'm Ashwin Ramesh. Arvind Krishnamurthy. And uh, whether you're listening to us on all major audio podcasting platforms or our video version on YouTube, rate us, review us, subscribe to know when we're dropping new episodes. And today, we are unwrapping the Netflix documentary, Indian Matchmaking. But first, we have some news, as always, or as the last three weeks when we started <laughs> <Yeah>. doing news. <laughs> but first of all, I believe um, some congratulations and apologies are in order. Uh, Logic debuted at number two. Uh, 220K? Right yeah, right behind T-Swift. Why does that require an apology? Uh, that doesn't require an apology. That requires, I suppose, a congratulations, you know. Going out, not quite on top, but but somewhere around there, as Logic did during his career. Uh, but there was also an interview with Hot 97 where Logic said that Joe Budden being critical of him gave him suicidal thoughts, which was kind of wild. But he was basically like, I respect Joe Budden as like a uh, as like a critic and just somebody that speaks on cultural stuff, but. Uh, you got to know that your words made me want to kill myself, which was crazy that? to me. He said but that? He said that. Logic said that, yeah, to he Rosenberg on, on Hot 97, which Joe Budden has been very critical of Logic. I believe once he told he called him one of the worst rappers to grace a microphone. Which is hard. Which is <laughs> and, hard. All, and was also celebrating his retirement. But uh, I just thought that was crazy. Uh to say that and then joe budden hopped on twitter and was like yo logic is like reverse bullying me which i feel like he has kind reverse of a reverse bullying is not a thing that's not a yeah. thing no, no no but i think i think he does have a point to where like if you're okay i said apologies and then never apologize sorry to logic i didn't mean to come at you so hard on the pod it's merely a, cri- a critique of your music and i mean no disrespect to you as a person although it was kind of disrespectful, not going to lie. It got disrespectful. But no disrespect to you as a person. But I think what Joe Budden says makes sense to where, like, you can't be that, like, I'm the GOAT, I'm the number one rapper, braggadocious, I'm, like, you know, all that stuff. And then when someone says you're bad, be like, yo, you know, what about my mental health? You know, I feel like you can't do both of those things. Well, I don't know, bro. I disagree. Because, like, he's a, like, he's he can have uh, a persona outside of his music and like there's a line you can cross with criticism i mean i don't i i, I don't think that means like joe budden shouldn't have said that because he's yeah, entitled he's fair to, to say that he's yeah. entitled to say it but I, logic's also entitled to be like yo that actually you know that affected me i mean uh that doesn't mean like something needs to change it probably just means like hey maybe joe budden should be like yo 
I think you're trash as an artist, but I I don't really know you as a person, so don't. Yeah, it wasn't meant that's directed true. in that. And way. I'm not tapped think, into everything Button said. Yeah, and fair, I, so I have no clue what he said. I don't know what he said. And uh, speaking of Bobby boys, uh, our next up topic: Bobby Schmurda may get released this year. His parole hearing is August 18th, I believe. His mom said on IG, and uh, you know we may get a new addition to the Bobby Boy family. Yes, yeah, sir. Schmurda getting released. How do we feel? Wait, he's pregnant. He's pregnant. He is. His- <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> it was a Bobby Boy records joke. I think initially they said he was supposed to release in December, but yeah, yeah, we, we've been hearing end of the year, which is fantastic, man. That means we'll still get a a Bobby Schmurda summer, <laughs> like two weeks of it. But <laughs> I'll let it. the man come home first. Nah, we know. need him he's in the studio. He's got to go straight bro. to the studio. Yeah, that's a fact. Don't come home. Don't see your family. Straight to the studio, Bobby. Look, bro, if he's not in the studio, I don't want him. Home. No, I'm just I actually, love to Bobby though, like, Looking back, I don't. I genuinely don't remember if he, if like, he would have the ability to put together an album I would want to listen to. Because I feel he like dropped he's an EP. He dropped an EP. I don't remember it. I don't remember it. Um, it was, is this the, the EP other that was used like, in court Bobby as bitch. evidence against him? I don't know if this is the EP that was used, but it very much well could have been. I'm not sure. Next up, we have Hoop News, our newest addition to the NBA, Jermaine Cole. Possibly. Jay Cole said that he wants to try it. Master P, who, uh, who was training him in that Dreamer video, he just released a shoe with Puma. And Master P said that Jay Cole is training for a shot at the NBA. I'm ready. No, what the He's real 35. is back. The real is back. He is, there is zero shit. chance. Field is there's, back. There is zero chance he could hang on any professional. Like I bro, saw him open gym draining threes. That's, that's all open I need. gym. Bro. That's People all I need. Don't realize bro, that's J- all I need. J.R. Smith will make ninety nine out of hundred threes in open gym. Bro, they're hooping ass motherfuckers who aren't leagued right now, bro. Oh We're yeah. How many of them G-League? went platinum with no features? I'll wait. We I'll wait. Talk J. Cole and have what a rational conversation. The real is back. The veil is here. back. J. Cole will be on the Hornets by this time next year. Listen. Okay, that might be true just because Michael Jordan's incompetent, but that doesn't mean he should be there. <laughs> I mean, he got the tryout offer from the Pistons. The yeah, Pistons roster is looking like they could use a J. Cole level player. To Listen, improve if anyone could use Cole, wait, so the that's a tank move, bro. Cole. If anyone signs J. Cole, they're officially tanking. That's clearly a. <laughs> no, um, this is just. This is just ridiculous. I think he took it too literally on Down Bad where he said the boy's like the kid from St. Vincent, St. Mary. It's like, <laughs> look, I, I get the comparison, but you're not actually LeBron, Cole. <laughs> yeah, that that's just absurd. But uh, but good for him, man. If he makes a roster, it'll be like a Tim Tebow in the MLB situation, like just for the fans, but I'm with it. It'll be incredible. I'd buy, I'd buy a Cole jersey. Yeah, Easy. we know you. Cole Hernandez. We know you. You'll probably I'm go buy now. one right now, even though he hasn't made the roster. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I'm on a Nike ID, getting custom shoes to fit the Dude, Cole. Hey, I'm on that Alibaba ID. <laughs> right? I'm on Jimmy Jazz. J Cole definitely is the type of guy to go buy a a like Hornets jersey and customize, put J Cole on the back on the name of the jersey. <laughs> yeah. He would be the only NBA player that's also performed. At, at the All-Star game. Unless no, Dame, Dame performed. Dame, Dame performed, did, I think, Dame right? Yeah. yeah, but, you know. Bro, Dame's not a real P hooper like Cole. Did Master P ever perform? At a, Dude, that's a uh, good, this is a good know. question. Who's the, who, other than Dame, who do you think are the best NBA players who can rap? 
Like wait, but wait, as Other in best name. best player that can rap no, or no, best no. rapper? Best that rapper plays. that is also in the NBA. Listen, Lonzo Bagley's kind of nice. Yeah, no, Lonzo's no, up on, there. Bro. Bagley's no, up there. No, Schwinn is just a ball in the family Facebook B-B-B. watch stand, okay? B-B-B. Yo, chill, chill. B-B-B. B-B-B. That shit goes hard. Ball in the family goes hard. I, I, I don't I'll know, I'll say the, Ke- the Kevin Durant-LeBron joint track, in my opinion, was quality. And Kevin KD Durant watched him. KD watched him. LeBron has uncle mode. LeBron has dad bars. He has uncle bars. My shoulder's so broad. LeBron's got the weight of the world on my shoulders. <laughs> no, he goes because I got the world on my back because I'm that strong. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is Katie? Katie says something about Skip Bayless that out- cracks me up every time. Yeah, he does oh, have a yeah. about Skip, which is funny because yeah. Skip is way more critical of Braun. But no, I think uh, it was something like that. He was like, I want them. He was like something about hating on Braun, like I'm Skip Bayless or something. Uh, but yeah, I don't know who else right now. I mean, yeah, I know Bagley. I know Zoe. Um, oh, bro, actually crazy, but Miles Bridges. And Dwayne Bacon dropped the tape. Really? Miles Bridges? And it's Loki got go. some bars on it. Some, some, some. Wait, Schwinn, Schwinn, was, Schwinn is listening to Dwayne Bacon bars? That's how you know it's <laughs> yeah, quarantine. Dwayne Bacon Schwinn ain't got is. nothing to do. He's listening that's to true, Dwayne that's Bacon true, That's true. That's true. Also, Dwayne let me Bacon? say that the Aaron Dwayne Gordon Bacon? the Aaron Gordon tracks that dropped were some hot garbage. Bro, let, let's not lie. Let's not lie. Oh the Aaron God. Gordon track kind of went. That shit was double cardboard, <laughs> bro. That shit was trash. All right. Um, last up, we'll do some new music stuff. We forgot to hit Emmy noms last week, which we definitely should have, but that's our bad. But shouts to Rami. Shouts to Issa. Insecure got a bunch of nominations too. And uh, Watchmen, which was another incredible uh, miniseries from the past year, uh, cleaned up on nominations as well. That's just what I remember off the top of my head, but... Um, yeah, shouts to all those guys for uh, for securing some Emmy noms. Yeah, Mahershala got the supporting actor right. nom, which is that's right. I mean, had to. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Mm-hmm. That was mandatory. Um, but we got some new music stuff coming out. The future Uzi. I don't really even feel like we got to talk about it. Those two songs. It was a two pack <laughs> ass. <laughs> it really was, bro. It sounded like some like recycled EA beats that just like didn't make the cut. Because they sounded too much like the songs that sounded all alike anyway. <laughs> and then Future just hopped on uh, just for the fuck of it. But it was a, it was a two-pack of butts. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, it, it was, was not good. We like, actually cut it off. Like, we cut the sec- seconds over your head. the second song. Oh, yeah. uh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. And then Arvano didn't listen to him. Yeah, definitely no, not. No chance, bro. Yeah. Coming up, apparently there's a weekend Juice World track coming out, which should be interesting this Friday. And what I'm very interested in... This Cardi Meg single that's supposed to come out called WAP on Friday. And I'm very excited. I love Cardi. I love Meg Stallion. Just glad to see she's doing well. And uh, and very interested in, in the single. More importantly, the video that I'm sure will be coming out <laughs> shortly. Bro, it's just going to go hard. You know it. Like Any Cardi B, Meg The Stallion song is going to be a club banger. This week, we're going to be reviewing Indian matchmaking. So it went up on Netflix a few weeks ago and has been quite the topic of conversation ever since. It's basically like a docu-series slash reality show about uh, this one matchmaker in India, specifically from Mumbai, yes, uh, and how she sort of sets up arranged marriages between couples both in India and some Indian Americans in the U.S. So... Uh, yeah, I don't think we really have categories for this one. 
But we could just start off. What did y'all think when you like saw the trailer uh, that this was coming out? Like, how'd you feel? I mean, I think I was like of two minds about it. One thing is that it's just cool that a show entirely about Indians and the Indian diaspora and like a very distinct part of Indian culture, which is like the matchmaking sort of arranged marriage process. Like, so that getting, you know, national buzz is pretty cool. But I was also kind of worried because it's a it's sort of a, a a part of Indian culture that gets mocked or like stereotyped a lot. It's also yeah. a part of Indian culture that has really, really problematic roots and elements to it. Not that the entire system is like rotten to the core, but like, you know, that and so uh, I was it worried might be about rotten to the core. It might. It, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I'm up too much. But I, I get like, what you're saying, though. It's, it's obviously hard because like, you know, my parents have been so that like definitely mm. makes me think about it but um yeah so i don't know i was i went in like guarded a little skeptical especially because it i just got the vibe that it was going to be kind of like a little bit put the western lens upon this practice right the, the whole title like the executive Indian producer the executive producer is, is is some white guy it's like joe Holzer yeah yeah but there's one i can't remember her name right now but uh there was one indian lady who's basically like in charge of it Okay, okay. So um, it was the showrunner was yeah, Indian yeah, woman. Yeah. Okay, Which, that's good. Yeah. Um, but and just the title itself, Indian matchmaking, definitely feels kind of white gazy. Like what what the hell yep, is Indian yeah. matchmaking? You know, that seems very much like a There's matchmaking all over. There's matchmaking here. It definitely seemed a little bit like we're gonna take this Indian thing and package it for like white people or American people to understand how it is so definitely there's there's some like natural concerns i feel like that i had also with just like is this going to be like a regular representation or is this going to be like aladdin you know what i mean but uh how did you feel that they actually kind of pulled through on it because i i honestly once i started watching it i like couldn't really put it down to be honest part of it was that i was just packing so i had it up in the background but um I also just like so you wa- you were not paying attention. No, no Rishi, I was I was paying attention. No, wait, I was Rishi, paying attention. Rishi really goes. I I couldn't put it down mostly because my hands were full, so I was unable to press the button to put it down. <laughs> I was carrying boxes in and out of my apartment the entire time. <laughs> no, I was paying attention when the "Are you still watching?" came up. I hit continue watching. Okay, so I was plugged in. Uh, but I I did think it was really interesting. So and I I didn't feel like it was to just like all right you're just trying to like explain things for the most part instead of just showing the reality of things it was interesting it was cool like i enjoyed watching it overall i think not all the characters were like super interesting but um yeah i think i i i had a i had problems with sort of how they chose who to be presented on the show and the ways they discussed a lot of underlying things like it it i mean it there's definitely the white gazy element a little bit but i also think it had a really big problem with like this the way they would use terms like oh we want to be like good value fits or like yep, good yep. like make sure we're like compatible culturally which were really and sometimes me, not even that coded sometimes not coded i mean they would just straight up say like fair or yeah fair the, skin the color is tall, tall, tall trim and slim north indian the North color, Indian, yeah. Yeah. the colorism and regionalism i think was more explicit but the the cast like mm. component here is like just completely lurks in the background even though like if you you can go back to the history of why arranged marriage is, a, is an institution it's it was for 
primarily two reasons. One is like to put families together to maintain property rights and accrue wealth. And two, to like keep in not, I mean, it sounds sort of eugenicist, but it is kind of eugenicist in origins, like to make, to make sure that like people of the same cast are stayed with people of the same cast. Yeah. And like, yeah. and you to can limit look, like, social I've, mobility through, through marriage. Right. Right. And like, you can look right now. It's like, I think the most recent data that I've seen is like 5% of people in India marry outside of their own caste. Like, and this show, like you didn't see a lot of the diverse populations that might go through different struggles. I know they had um, Nadia, who was, who was Guyanese, which I thought was like interesting, but they, you know, there was nobody who was Muslim on the show. There was nobody who was Christian on the show. There were no people who were like scheduled cast or, or like untouchable. And, mm-hmm. and, they didn't even address that part of it. It was like no. a very because like you can see it when you go to these people's homes, especially the ones in India. It's like the ones in very, India, very yeah. yeah nobody especially. was in like you're talking about caste and about religion. All I mean, nobody was even like middle class really. Right, everyone no, was just both, super. They were all rich. like loaded. Maybe yeah. some in the U.S. Maybe some of the U.S. were middle class, but none in in India. Like yeah, like Pradeep like was super loaded. Akshay's yeah. family was super loaded. Yeah, yeah, it was it was wild. Yeah, and yeah, and so like I, this I man Pradyuman had the audacity to say, "Oh, I'm not just some uh, rich pretty boy. I'm a everyday man like everyone else." When he has a fingerprint keypad to his closet <laughs> oh, with he a doorknob is. picture of himself on it, bro. <laughs> I mean, come, how tone deaf can you be? How tone deaf can you be? I mean, the, I guess the hard question here is, which is the one I struggled with, is like those elements are problematic and that they ignore them, but. To some extent, what's the role of the filmmaker here? Are is this actually how it happens? Like, is it really true that these are like hidden, silenced things that aren't brought up? And if so, are they just reflecting the reality of matchmaking? I would right. say no, because I think there is matchmaking going on that isn't this cosmopolitan elite. Like, let's put these two families together that are you know in and of itself like have like really strong financial yeah. Cultural but I think with Sima uh Taparia is their like one entry point. Mm-hmm. I assume that maybe this is just her reality of her clientele and what they sorry, do. Sorry, wait, who? The Simanti as a matchmaker. No, no, Sima like. from Mumbai. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't I I, I didn't specify Joker from Mumbai. Here. You're completely right. Sima from Mumbai. Uh I maybe this is just the kind of people that she's working for. So it it, it would be a failure of the show to not if you're calling it Indian matchmaking and not like the Sema show or whatever, yeah, right. To not, not expand reflect it the reality of what's circle. going on, exactly. And they would like all we would really get is for some transitional shots between her meetings with these people. They would just show the streets, and so then you would get more of like an idea of like, oh, there's clearly more people that are living in India that aren't fitting the molds of the Pradimans and Akshays and whatevers. But then like it would just cut to a new mansion that she's walking into to talk to some rich family that was a little strange like it was like they would show cut cut sequences b-roll of like people like washing their clothes in the river like in in these street markets people like like you know standing out on the street and then cut to these like beautiful mansions exactly you're showing these people walking around in the street it felt a little mission trippy right like it's like oh we'll show like you know some of the more struggle aspects of you know the area and then just like then focus back on the rich, presumably upper caste, you know, yeah. people. And I think that's why the two most interesting, both people and characters to like view Indian culture more broadly were Nadia and Vaisar, because uh, 
they both had um these like cultural taboos right because like Mm -hmm. the history of like a lot of the indians who were taken as as slaves or indentured servants to other places like south africa like like uh uh, where where was she from again Uh, she's in the caribbean yeah Yeah, guyana Guyana. like they they were the lower caste people in india who were taken and so part of it might be just this like cultural element where they're like oh you know uh it's like you know you don't have the same indian culture i do but i don't i think a lot of the reason there was like this trickiness and and the way Seema talked about it was because it's like a reflection of caste and and you saw the similar thing with with Vaisar when he's talking about like oh you know I don't have the same family upbringing and I I worry that that's like really gonna reflect poorly on me because when especially when you're doing matchmaking and arranged marriage like this it is in such a large part an economic agreement between groups and when he doesn't have this like family and generational wealth then it makes yeah. it so that it's trickier when he's like thinking about finding a partner through this like inherently economic process. Yeah, the the arranged marriage process in a nutshell is really working uh, backwards, right? So what we would consider as normal here would be you find someone and there's an attraction. And then from that, you find out, okay, how would our lives fit together if, if that attraction grows and grows? Whereas yeah. I feel like this this matchmaking system is a lot more let's line up all the material things first. So, you know, where you want to live, how much you make, whatever. And that, you know, lumps in a lot of kind of antiquated and bigoted um, practices in with that. But then it'll be like, all right, can you grow the attraction out now that all the particulars have been worked out? And so we saw with Biasa, even the first uh, girl that he'd been talking to that said, like, basically said, like, his earnings weren't enough, you yeah, know, which and then, is crazy. which was, which to was drop that like, straight to your face. Yeah. Kinda... And then, you know, he had to say, you know, my mom's a single mom. She's a public school. She was a public school teacher. I'm a public school teacher. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. Dude, so... Which is crazy because he, I mean, I'm, I'm biased, but like, he was just like, to me, like su- just such a genuinely good person Yeah, in yeah. every respect. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I, it was crazy that, uh, that was so explicitly discussed. And like yeah. the, I understand, like there are merits to, or to to the like process of an arranged marriage in some ways, at least in my opinion. Like things like get, making sure families are on board, and like you mm-hmm. thought about questions like, oh, what do we want long term for our 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 relationship and our family building and like home life? I mean, those are things that it's actually probably easier to be on the same page about dispassionately upfront than like I do think once it's, you've it's already a legitimate already aid followed. to building a strong marriage. But the problem to know is that like, you have those things together. Yeah, like what are all these other things that right. that reinforce inequality, reinforce like the huge like systematic structures that have caused problems in India forever, like that we just like keep doing and it's like all couched under like fit and culture and like values and like Exactly. My know. thing is is just that when you talk about some of these pro- like problematic aspects or like things yeah. that could have been done with more handled with more like context or more depth like i guess i just didn't really expect that even coming in because to me this was like framed as a reality show and that's what it is and personally i'm really like just not a fan of reality tv in general because i mean so much of it is is edited in certain ways to make some people look good some people look bad it's very superficial things aren't as they seem and uh, obviously that was very much the case here. Like we were getting very one-sided portrayals of, of these dates and like 
Like how genuine can you can you forge a, a romantic connection when you're meeting for the first time and there are 15 cameras around you right. and your yeah, parents sure. are there sure. and Seema Tapario from Mumbai is there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's just so it's just... The reality show aspect is important, right? Yeah, it's important to note that because I feel like, you know, there there's so much to this institution of arranged marriage that is not shown on screen at all and i don't think that there was their intention necessarily to portray a an even or level kind of balanced portrayal of this because like you said there's so many different kinds of arranged marriage in different areas of india in different uh you know castes and different um sex of society and this was clearly like let's show like a glamorous version of that with some of like the richest fairest like whatever like glitziest uh indians and Indian Americans that we can find. And obviously there were exceptions to that, right? Like with, with Vyasar, you know, Ankita was a independent businesswoman, which was really cool yeah. to see. And by yeah. the end, she said her business was booming, which was awesome. Uh, and obviously Nadia being Guyanese. Um, but, you know, for the most part, so th- it was cool to see that representation for sure on those ends. But to me, at the end of the day, it is still, it was still a reality show first and foremost. And so that makes it a little tough for me to like buy into the authenticity yeah, of some yeah. of these yeah. two things I that i think about like with what you're saying is like one is like when you compare it to like a show like the bachelor it looks like really this isn't that different than the bachelor no it's, no, not it's but, really not but the thing yeah. is the bachelor doesn't have this like cultural weight because it's just like whatever it's the bachelor you know you know like nobody's like oh i use the bachelor to understand like culture but like for a lot of people i actually do probably... use it to understand white people well, I, I, <laughs> I think i, I think, think the bachelor fair, is yeah. a very interesting insight into into white people but that's, well, that's I, for the, another day. the baseline insight is that there's probably like one to three people of color on each season and they're the first people voted <laughs> they're out the first yeah, they're the first yeah um but but i'm saying like the that weight makes it so that the responsibility in my opinion for a show like this maybe not responsibility what gets put on it is different because like for a lot of people they're like it's the, in the title. It's Indian matchmaking. Like, right. People are going to watch it and make conclusions about, like, India. Like, I remember when, when, uh, God, what's the Danny Boyle? Slumdog Millionaire. When Slumdog yeah. Millionaire yeah, yeah, came yeah. out, like, everyone just, like, sort of treated it like, oh, that's India. But, like, it's not that monolithic. And I'm saying, like, you know, it would have been nice, I get, because it's an intro, but, like, they were so monolithic in the way they presented stuff. Like, one mm-hmm. thing I was, would have been, think would have been cool is, like, if they looked at same sex couples, because, the struggle for same-sex rights, like, has been, like, you know, ongoing. There's only been, like, victories really recently in India. Mm-hmm. And, like, what's the... I mean, how... I don't even know. Because it's not something, like, my family talks about much. Like, what is what is it like to try and find a partner through arranged marriage and if you're if you're um, not a heterosexual um, individual? Mm-hmm. What do the numerologists and face readers think about? Dude, the <laughs> astrology what stuff... What does The astrology think? stuff got me, man. I was getting angry at that. Well, oh, Arv, you don't have co-star? You didn't... <laughs> Am I the only one for... Are you, are you an Aries moon? Are you a... <laughs> Look, all I know is some girl told me Mercury in retrograde. So I was like, okay, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yo, yeah, I, this no. is actually a legit question. <laughs> astrology when it's convenient. I know it's not... It's like sounds like oh well you don't have to go there again but it's like is it not the case that astrology is totally something that like the West and specifically white women have just like taken away from uh East Eastern culture even very specifically yeah, like yeah. Indian culture like just like yoga and like now it's like their thing <laughs> and turmeric and turmeric it's the magic yellow powder <laughs> <laughs> I it's just like I it was weird because I never thought about that explicitly even though I've known obviously just growing up. 
like how intricately astrology is tied to to hinduism and just like indian culture but when you see the way they were talking it was like yo wait is this like every person on twitter this is strange you know there's like actually been a lot of similarities dude this, it was yeah. so crazy this like dilip uncle strolls in and he's like aerospace engineer strat slash astrologer <laughs> and he's like starting in july your window opens up a man who and can I do could, both yeah, you could Respect. you could tell the the Twitter sphere is popping off. Like, I can't wait till my Aries Moon Star right. Rising window no, I pops love up. That when he's love. talking about Aparna, he's just like, yeah, she's super rude. She doesn't know what she wants. She's really this and that and whatever. And was just cooking her. And then she's like, so when does her wedding thing open up? And he's like, yeah, any day now. She should be ready. To get married. <laughs> Dude, it was the same thing, bro. Like Seema from Mumbai would be in and all of her direct to camera. She'd be like. Aparna is very negative energy, you know? She's not, uh, she's very picky, stubborn, rude. And then she'd be like, Aparna's a very nice girl. I gotta go find her a match. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it, was, it, was weird. it was weird how much they, like, also, she would, like, sometimes be, like, seem like a family member, Seema, but then sometimes she'd just be, like, straight business, business person. Like, she'd be yeah. like, listen, like, you got a lot of good proposals on the table. You need to weigh like what's the best financially long term. And then sometimes she'd be like, "I'm your auntie, gonna let, yeah. let's, let's chat, let's hug it out, let's Facetime." She went <laughs> full. She went full auntie mode when she gives the brother on the chocolates, and he's like, "Thank you so much, auntie." She's like, "Thank you." What is it? Thank you. Just a couple yeah. chocolates. Yeah. I'm just going. <laughs> what is it? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, get, yeah. get out of here. But do you, did you feel like she's a? I don't know. It seems harsh to call her a grifter, but she gave big grifter vibes. What's a grifter? Well, we should say like a scammer. We oh, should okay. say that like none of the couples ended up together. Yeah, yeah that's what show. I'm saying. That's she, went, she went my 0% take, from the field. My take on Seema Auntie is that she's like great auntie vibe. Seems like a very sweet, caring lady. But effectiveness as a matchmaker, highly <laughs> suspicious. Very, very. Also, I mean, why? she literally shot, shot zero from the field. Yeah. She the pulled fact- a Tony Snell, like you said. <laughs> 28 minutes, zero boards, zero points. The fact that she talked to Aparna one time and then invited a professional podcast host to come. That was obviously going to be now. Also, that dude dude was cool. I really like that guy. Trini? He was a very cool I mean, listen, podcast host to podcast host. Yo, like Shrini, you want to come on the pod? Let Shrini, us know. Bro. Come on the pod. I bro. feel like we could get Shrini on the pod. We could def- we should definitely should get Honestly, Shrini. Because he wasn't on the recap, anything. bro. He wasn't. He Let's wasn't. hit him up. Shrini, come on the pod. We can come on your pod. We can chop it up about, yeah. you know, axe throwing, uh, snowboarding, yeah. surfing. None yeah. of us do that, but I'm, I'm sure we could talk hey, about we it. We got the San Diego connection, Shrini. So That's right, Bulls in San Diego. Your boy. With the mask, but honestly, <laughs> Shrini had Shrini had sad eyes, so I feel like he's been through a lot. I mean, he is he he is forty he was, plus unmarried, and he was thirty eight living with his parents. Right, that's also so true. He Wait, was he, he living out. with his parents? Bro, Did he, say he that? said he moved out three years ago, and he was like forty one. So yeah, <laughs> Arv just rescinded the invite. <laughs> no, no, bro, I want to hear his life story. I don't you think know? he was living no, with them the whole time, story. though. I think he like yeah, moved yeah, back. He, he had like a moved. normal job or like a traditional job. Sorry, and he like moved and then he quit it, moved back to his parents. And now he's doing the book tours and the speaking. Yeah, music. yeah. Which, I mean, just being able to live independently off of, you know, writing and podcasting and whatever. Off is, any creative that's, pursuit. That's impressive, yeah, bro. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a hustle. Yeah, so why, why, why is it the case that uh, what, what uh, uh, this, basically this entire matchmaking process, why hasn't it become a- algorithmic 
algorithmically yeah why didn't Seema break out excel she was like thumbing through the page so that's the next generation so she just had the manual binders and then next now the next generation of like Seema juniors are gonna be coding an x like sequel and shit she was making an algorithm she was romney binders a women guy for for most of the uh for the thing i think it could be interesting algorithmically but also like i mean you know this the algorithm biases like programming like it's that it's it's you know I, I think it could be interesting, but also, like, do I want Simanti to be able to narrow down more effectively who's, like... Somebody zoomed in on this screenshot of her thing, and she had, like, complexion, like, weedish, yeah, tan, did. whatever. And I think she also had a cast uh, column yep. also. Yep. Oh, did they so actually I, explicitly have that as a column? I'm pretty sure they did, yeah. I, I don't remember exactly, insane, but I'd man. seen someone had zoomed in on the screenshot. I think it has to be said... Um, I know Rishi has... I don't know if you have art, but the documentary Meet the Patels is fantastic I love it. I love it. and um yeah really much better much more authentic representation of this arranged marriage process I from agree. my perspective at least yeah. obviously i haven't been through the bio data ringer or anything like that <laughs> not at least for three years according to Preeti when i'm 23 then i'll right. be of right marriage age but um but no and and i just thought that that movie was that documentary was fantastic in both just showing the comedic aspects of it as a as an Indian American trying to go through this process, but also like the family pressures, things like that, and seeing the different prejudices that people in the community have without like caricaturing it or putting it through like any sort of whatever you guys were using yeah. the term Western gaze. So yeah, I don't know. I, I really liked the way that that was done. Obviously, that was just for his experience, Ravi Patel, the actor, his just his yeah. personal experience, and so From it's North different Carolina. than. Yes, yeah, sir, he, he studied drama at UNC, yep. Yeah, he's a um, UNC kid. Yeah, yeah, which is dope. Uh, but yeah, so obviously it's different. I know that they're not a direct comparison that you can make, but I just thought that it was done with a lot more like nuance in that uh, in that film as opposed to, obviously this is a reality show that was a documentary, but I think that, that should be noted and, and people, if you've seen Indian Matchmaking, you should definitely check out um, that documentary it came out a few years ago yeah, but it's, it's, if you're it's really well in the done process, yeah, it's, but yeah I, I just yeah sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say I was reminded of because he was talking about the bio data and even in that they have like complexion cast yeah. like where you're from in mm-hmm. India height weight all that stuff and it's like they're really like do be filtering by like Bro, oh, North, North Indian is the funniest to me. It's because so there's good. about fifty different subcultures within North yeah. India. You're just they saying just you want, want a light skinned person. They want light skin. Exactly, yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Without question, without question. Like the the lady at the very end of the show that they show yep, like yep. for like two minutes, and then uh she seemed like so chill. She's like, oh yeah, I just want to get married, <laughs> whatever. And then she sits down with Simati. Like first thing, uh, not too dark, please. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> yeah. fuck out of here, man. That's just such because it's That's so terrible. internal. Yeah, that was trash. This is like the legacies of colonialism live on and far outstretch the the time that any any colonial power occupies and For like real, yeah. bro. it's and it's i hard think to indians recognize. interestingly have become like the global poster child for colorism which is a weird kind of pocket to hold in the national because nobody's really thinking about south asians it's or just hilarious the, the juxtaposition sphere. to me that in india and people i mean of all cultures but they're ramping up the fair and lovely, like everyone's yeah. about it. Fair and lovely, you know, fair, like Sammy whatever Sosa skin lightening jump. cream, the St- Sammy Sosa treatment program. Yeah. And then in America, you have all these white girls, Haley, Maylie, and Kaylee, <laughs> tanning, going yeah. tanning. Bro, I know girls from my school who straight up look like traffic cones, bro. Like bright <laughs> orange. 
Yeah. Bright orange, bro. Like, I'm talking a skin color that is no human being on earth naturally has. It's absurd to me. I feel like now's a good time to talk about, like, favorite or least favorite character. Yeah. My, like, favorite as a person was Shaker. I thought he was a really cool down to earth dude. It's a million, too, I think. Yeah. Shouts yep, to Shaker. Southside brother. Bunnicum brother. Yes, sir. Um, he was fire. Uh, my least favorite was obviously Abarna, but it's a tie between Abarna and Akshay. Um, but I just want to, because I don't want to address those two. I just want to talk about my man Pradiman, who I think was the funniest character in the show, purely <laughs> because, time. purely because <laughs> I'd after take Akshay, every yeah. conversation with Seema from Mumbai or with the life coach uh, that he had, he would always say direct to camera in his jewelry shop. The most common sense, basic things <laughs> as if they're profound revelations. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. his go-to is like, and after talking to Seema, I realized that, you know, compromise is very important in relationships. It blew my mind. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, after talking to the life coach, you know, I realized I should consider the woman's perspective from time to time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, obviously, dude, I don't know how anyone can be the woke other than Akshay, bro. This man really got engaged when he couldn't have a two-minute conversation. Bro, (laughs) what's wrong with him? Oedipus Rex, meet your modern form, Akshay. Insane. Insanity, bro, that this man. He literally couldn't He was was just like, so uh, what what do you do for fun? Yeah, and and he's like, sat there, she was like, bro, so, she was like, favorite... what are you up to? And he's like, talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was incapable of saying engaged, anything. bro. How would you agree to get engaged after that? Dude, the thing the is... The only explanation I have is that uh, that girl, was it Ru- Rushali? No, that was Radhika. Rushali Radhika? was the one who went on the horse day with the okay. That girl saw all that jewelry that uh, his mom was pulling out and was just like... And it's just like, all right, let me take one for the team, you know? Bro, they had some, like, that whole marble white terrace rooftop yeah, thing that bro. they had. Bro, if, if the first meeting is there, I don't, I'm marrying Akshay, bro. Right, if I right. see that, are you crazy? I was like, I wasn't even paying attention to their conversation. I was just like trying to look over her shoulder and see the property. Yeah, there, there was That was a huge ass, like, Taj Mahal mansion situation that they're sitting in. Look, and bro, like, if yo, I'm if, crazy, if Preeti Auntie is uh, whipping out the emerald encrusted sari shit, I'm putting it on too. <laughs> Fuck it. Are you kidding me? That was crazy, bro. Crazy. Yeah, I listen to Akshay's like stammering. Uh, does this go with the black hoodie? Uh, as whatever I, I want saying. to eat this brownie, but too many calories. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally they're waiting on the girl's family to show up, and he's just like. So you two are going to do most of the talking, right? To his parents. And I was like, come Absurd. on, bro. I think it's clear that he's just in love with his cousin. Because that's the only person he <laughs> can true, hold bro. a two-minute conversation fact. with. Yeah. He, he just wants basically a, a morph of his mom and his cousin. That's I think that's his <laughs> ideal woman Ayo. for Akshay. Ayo, we're revisiting Rami again. I can't go back there. <laughs> yeah. I, Akshay obviously, was the probably... goat, obviously the goat is Mr. G, Mr. Ganesan, my boy, Vaisal. Yeah, we have to we have yeah, to disclaimer awesome. that everybody that we know has said that Arvind is Vyasar. Yeah, so everyone is disclaimer that is to uh, to why Wait, really? Arv would feel that this yeah. guy's the best. Everyone's Prashant just like, yo, Vyasar is just like Arv. Yeah, Rasiko was saying it. Rasiko was saying it. Saying it. And, and I'm saying it on the pod. And Let's I'm go. saying it too. That's fair. I don't he plays I mean, Dungeons a- and Dragons. He likes to teach kids. <laughs> Very nice and lovable guy. Yeah, exactly. You're literally a a, t- a nerdy teacher. That's like. 
That's exactly what Dude, the Oscar Honestly, I'm not even mad. That's a great. If that's a yeah, good. No, yeah, no, he's dope. He definitely, he definitely took the crown. The only me. difference like is that Ashok Mama is not that threat anybody. Yeah, that we yeah, know. Exactly. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> but I would take for my worst. I feel like Akshay was pretty bad. Terrible. But um, Aparna's mom probably is taking the deep cut. Akshay's mom. Akshay's mom was bad. But Aparna's mom was like, we already talked about Akshay's family a little bit. So Aparna, I mean, her mom was just awful, bro. Shrini the great loser? Also. Come on, bro. Shrini the loser was crazy, bro. For she, real. They, like, calling him a loser, they just were straight bullying him. That's yeah, they were just being rude And it's as like, fuck. bro, like... You're a six-year-old woman. Like, there's no need to call a forty-year-old man a loser. Right. There's no need. <laughs> there's no need for that. He's a nice Dude, guy. Loki, like, Loki. I feel like that that, that conversation happens. Like, that was oh, a real for conversation. for sure, for sure, for sure. But I, I think a, it's a little wild to pull it on television. B, I feel like with Aparna, like she obviously got a ton of hate. People were not feeling her at all. And I would say that, like, going in, I was very open because I'd seen some of the tweets. I was like, all right, this Aparna girl, people don't like her. But like it seemed like she was okay, she's particular, she's a career woman, she's driven, she knows what she wants, and she's you know, she is choosy with who she wants to go out with. And I was like, that's fine. You're allowed to have high standards. All of that is fine. But like the moment she was actually like getting into the dates and just being mad rude and like disrespectful, and then like also you find out that all these things you think about her, like, oh, she's not a career woman. She like hates being a lawyer and tries to work as little as possible. Like none of it started making sense, and she just seemed bro, she just was just rude. a mean person. Yeah, yeah she like, just seemed mean, like mean spirited. And also, bro, on the follow up episode on YouTube, when Dolly Singh is interviewing <laughs> her, and she's like, "Oh, like, have any of your relationships like worked out, whatever?" And she's like, "No, but like, I still talk to Shaker every day. I talk to Dilip yeah, Bumpo every day. Cap, I was bro. whole lot of cap. Nah, dog. There's zero way she went on she's one lying? date with." Yes. Why would shit, bro? There's no way Shaker's <laughs> messaging her every day after he was like, "Yeah, so I'd like to go to Miami, Dubai." And she's like, "Why would you ever want to go right. there?" And he was like, "Yeah, I do humanitarian work, doing legal work for refugees." And she's like, "You love your job? What the yeah, fuck? I, yeah. I couldn't what kind of lawyer loves for, his job? for liking the job that she has? That she also has? Yeah, it was bro, insane. She literally- and then if you're Shaker and you're going on a date with her, and then like you know the next week or whatever, you're going on a date with Nadia." You're not texting Aparna back, bro. Hell That's not no. happening. Come Hell on. No, Come on. Bro. Although you got Nadia, Miss Smitten, Kitten. It did not work, work out, out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Which true. is crazy. It's crazy to, to me because obviously I know it's like very dramatized and like they want him to like spice it up for the cameras. But like for her to drop, I'm a smitten kitten. And then for the relationship <laughs> to not work out, it's just crazy to me. Like you can't <laughs> drop that bar like... Even Brad and Angelina weren't dropping those type of bars, bro. Come on, bro. You're going on live camera hiding behind your hair because yeah, you're too embarrassed yeah. to talk about your first love at first sight moment and then it doesn't work out? Come on, man. Yeah, that's a little wild. And it sounded you're, you're like... 30, like three, bro. It sounded Come like on. it didn't work out as soon as the cameras turned off from what yeah. she said in the like follow-up show. Uh, yeah. She was like, yeah, when the cameras were off, it just wasn't the same. And I was like, yeah, okay. She did still say though that that like whatever day in chicago was like one of the best yeah 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 she did yeah which is cool which is cool shaker's a boss shouts to shaker but we should talk about nadia a little bit she was also my favorite character and tangential to unfortunately the man that i've been getting comparisons to vinay yeah i don't know what's going on here but the the (laughs) slander guinea was purring in the group chat it was Uh, to be fair though i don't think rishi is actually like vinay vinay was definitely a lot more like chad 
type vibe. But uh, there was some controversy where he put on Instagram that um, there was apparently some tricky editing where like he did ghost on one date, but it was before the one that was shown. And so then they made it look like... Right, but he says, he allegedly says there's a date before the two that were shown on camera. And he had ended up ghosting on that one because he had some family argument. And then the date that they were supposed to go on, the movie date, he canceled morning of because of, the you know, heat ghosting, exhaustion. The first ghosting, he claims he, he, he canceled, he canceled morning, of, morning of. And they painted it as a ghosting. And then he claims that he never heard from Nadia. And that second Netflix date with the friends was just completely concocted by Netflix. Yeah, he wasn't completely even told fake. about it. Okay, but so, his, so wait, his explanation is, I yes, I ghosted the same number of times. It was just no, no, no. A different he says setting. he ghosted once and canceled once. Yeah, canceling is not canceling ghosting. is fine. Canceling is not ghosting, bro. He was he had eating. I'm not yeah, defending you, him, but, but I'm morning saying, of, if you that's were sick completely fine. and you cancel a date, you think after that it's just a wrap for the relationship. Wait, so are yeah. they are they saying then it wasn't the the thing where he's like I'm in an argument with my sister, which seemed like a fake thing. Yeah, I yeah, think he's so, saying there was a family argument, but that was a date before anything was shown on Netflix. Like bro, that was a separate also, date that wasn't even mentioned on Netflix. They just also, carried that over. Even if even if it was the case where he ghosted twice and they they just adjusted the timelines, it's still kind of fucked up the way they portrayed it. If if this is true, I'm not right, saying it right. is. I'm we not like, anti Nadia. I'm not anything. But like the second whatever date that he ghosted on, where her friends are there, and like that, if that's even if he did go oh, twice, that's like entirely saying. concocted for the cameras, and she's like tearing up on camera. Like, that's so messed up. It's bro. a little, that's it's a little suspect. Yeah, and so he said on the follow-up show, like he basically didn't get into specifics, but he was like, you know, there's two stories, and you know, I hope you guys look at the other one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he was keeping it kind of vague, and then Nadia was basically just like, yeah. Look, nah. there are very fine people on both sides. <laughs> yeah so that was kind of interesting i don't even really know where i fall on that but nadia yeah. seemed cool yes yeah, um, cool. you know she has not answered my dm as of today as of recording so <laughs> you dm we'll no i'm playing i'm playing <laughs> he's not playing he's not playing he was low-key hella sad. you actually did DM him. wow uh listen uh i guess we'll we'll never know well i dm'd Akshay's mom i'm like yo can i get some of that jewelry i need some i need some ice it's like my neck looking dry Akshay the jeweler Akshay the jeweler <laughs> No, Pradeep yeah, on the jewelry, so I really bro. need... Maybe hey. he was their jewelry plug for all their... Yeah, it's possible. He was the Fox Nuts plug. Uh, actually, I don't know. He's just... You know, he's the Fox Nuts <laughs> Pradeep Mudd is the Fox Nuts... Very, very Fox Nuts. <laughs> very, very Fox Nuts magnate <laughs> of South Asia. Coming off of it, season two, interested, not no. interested. Any no. any uh, any people that you'd want to hear more follow-up from? From this, uh, from well, this okay. season? Well, okay. Mr. G, from the officer of the king. We never got closure. from a story perspective... Obviously, they did the bonus episode on YouTube, but yeah, that wasn't yeah. even like official. It was just interviewing people right, on right. Zoom. Yeah, why'd they end it rant like before we? They even know ended what it with zero conclusions. I, I think don't know. because they knew that none of the relationships worked out. Yeah, maybe they cap. just didn't want to have like it the was end not of edited super well. The like the freeze frame montage where it's like Vyasar laughing. They're like Vyasar and such and such didn't work out, and then it's <laughs> Nadia and they're like Nadia and Shaker didn't work out. Like maybe just because it was just L's all around, Bro. they didn't want to. Also, give it closure, like, but like I shouldn't have had to Google that afterwards. Yeah, no, like, it was edited pretty poorly. I gotta say. Yeah, um, from a narrative standpoint, I was just like, yeah, you have to like. They didn't finish any of the storylines. Dude, also was, multiple of the storylines: Vyasa and Rashi, Pradiman and Rushali, 
Akshay, his whole situation. Right. All of them were like, oh, yeah, we weren't on the same page because, like, they weren't really ready to, like, commit to anything. Which is like, bro, why are you entering the arranged marriage pool if yeah. you know you're well, not going to... Akshay, yeah. we know why. Well, Akshay, right. we know why. because <laughs> Mumbi had the chuppels to his head, it's okay? crazy he's because definitely gonna enter he's the, the first, first guy I've ever seen who's pussy whipped by his mother, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, Dude, that's Ushman, wild. Ushman's getting Shakespearean <laughs> out here, bro. I can't keep... Edible, it. edible. Edible, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has an edible complex. Listen, that was, yeah, that was just he that was getting was super edible crazy. off the edibles. You feel me? No, there's no weed. In the he show. was eating the brownies. He was... <laughs> no, bro, he bar, wasn't. He, bar. Wasn't zooted he wasn't zooted and booted, bro. He actually could have been because he said like a total of four words the entire show. Yeah, like, the entire. I think sixty like, percent of Akshay because we had watched it. I think uh, maybe automatically the subtitles were up, but I would say sixty percent of Akshay's subtitles were like my laughs mom. nervously. Yeah, laughs just, nervously, like, my he mom. just kind of looks. Yeah. And his mom and goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then his mom just does all the time. Yeah, his mom just talks about her BP for 20 minutes. <laughs> and then cut to see about the body up from Mumbai. <laughs> yeah, damn. Right. So would you, would you, let's end with, would you recommend people watch it? And would you tune into a season two? I would say that I would probably recommend people watch it just because it's interesting and it's like engaging and it's like pretty funny. Like I feel like we were cracking up a lot of the time that, that we were watching it. Not all of it was intentional comedy. Right, right. A lot of it seems unintentional. But I will say while the like narrative pacing and stuff wasn't great, the in the moment editing was really well done. Like it was yeah. so yeah. funny the way that they would cut in and use the graphics yeah. and things like that was like very well done. So I think it was a it was like a well made product, if not like the third act or the ending of the show didn't really come together properly. But it's funny, it's interesting. And I think, to be honest, it's on you if you're watching it and are like, okay, this is what all Indian matchmaking is. Because, like, I don't watch Jersey Shore and I'm like, okay, this is what all Italians are like or what all people in Jersey yeah, are like. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, You know, so it's a reality show and it's kind of on you if you take it 100% seriously and as a, you know, such and such as a monolith, whatever. So I would say as a show, it was realistic about the problems in the culture if it didn't, like, you know, go, like, write a Wikipedia article on, like, why everything is bad, which I don't think it's the... Uh, point of a reality show to do but it didn't try to pull punches i think i feel like for the most part is an entertaining product and i would definitely watch uh season two if they were to do it and i assume that they will because it's been performing uh pretty well yeah i I mean i'm pretty much what rishi said i just echo them to do it'd be cool if they branched out and like used it to talk more about a lot of the stuff i mentioned earlier just like you know groups outside of like upper caste you know and like maybe head on talk about like the colorism cast stuff you know? yeah but probably not the kind of uh, show for that. heady one <laughs> we want a dating show with heady one <laughs> watching heady sipping <laughs> watching telly <laughs> but i will say there's another netflix show dating around that does um a very interesting thing of that where they do pick every episode as a separate uh, kind of type and they do pick a lot of lgbt people they picked one of the episodes featured like a much older guy who was in his 60s and i think the show benefited from that so yeah maybe getting a little bit more variety um, specifically with the uh, continental indian um, people because i felt like there was a little more variety with the american crowd but yeah there the indian crowd um, getting a little bit more variety within that yeah i mean i think if they broaden their scope um, of who they include and, and the stories they tell, then I think I would definitely be open to seeing a season two. Um, but 
just generally, I mean, I'm not huge on reality television. I don't watch like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, like you guys do or anything. So let's go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, like it was very comedic and entertaining at times, but I can't say it was the most uh, like enthralling watch for me. At times, it definitely felt like I was like, okay, I'm gonna just pluck my brain and chuck it out the window for the next two hours <laughs> yeah. while I binge this, which is, you know, sometimes you need that type of stuff, but I feel like in moderation. Um, but I mean, in terms of recommendations, I think like you guys said, like as long as people kind of don't put too much, uh, invest too much into like what this says about the greater culture and things like that, then I think, yeah, as an entertaining watch, sure. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's worth a, a, you know, a weekend afternoon or something yeah all right well uh that's all for this episode uh thanks for listening to unwrap my name is rishi raja gopalan you can find me on twitter at rishi raja r-i-s-h-i-r-a-j-a-h send me your rish those in my dms they're open uh my name is ashran ramesh at ashran ramesh 99 on twitter a-s-h-w-i-n-r-a-m-e-s-h 99 uh yeah i mean Hey, I'm open for a couple biodatas here and there, you know. I'll see. Ashwin's I'll see. 21, so it's about time we found him a. Uh, uh, I'm still 20. <laughs> or you're turning 21 soon, so it's about time that we. Uh, Just kidding! Don't believe any of that. I'm actually 28 and looking for a serious long-term relationship. <laughs> Ladies, I'm, a, I'm 41 and I host my own podcast. Yeah. Look, you be the breadwinner. Mean omelet. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll cook for you. You make the money. We'll. I'm trying to be a stay-at-home dad for real. Oh, big trophy big husband game. All bro, go. all I'm yeah. trying to all, be is all in day, Mr. Ganason's advising class. That's it. <laughs> Why? Are you, he's obsessed with calling Beyonce <laughs> Mr. Ganason. Show him his. Uh, show him his. Mr. G. So okay, so for now on, you need to intro and outro the episodes by saying I'm Professor Krishnamurthy or Mr. Okay, okay. I'm Professor. I'm Mr. K. No, Mr. G. I'll do my best to live up to Mr. G standards. Yeah, Nadia, hit your boy. Uh, rate us, review us, subscribe so you know when we're dropping new episodes, and we will see you next week. Even let me on, leave me alone. Let my judgment say each to their own. Back to better, but I'm better off. Not the same, my best, I'm better off. Even let me on, leave me alone. Let my judgment say each to their own. Back to better, but I'm better off. Will I fall off, Miss Listen, bro. Yeah, we've already been going for uh, for almost an hour now, so we got plenty of. Dude, content. you were still in the shower. We've been going like forty minutes. Dude, let me Rich, get this revision. Rishi's got shower out. dreams, bro. <laughs> you were listening to Friday Night Lights at exactly this time an hour ago. Okay. Wait, were you really listening to Friday Night Lights? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> no, I don't know why Schwinn just decided I was Dude, listening Jacob, to Friday Night Rishi Lights. Listen, in the Rishi listens to the to the come up in the shower. Bro. <laughs> I do listen to the, the come up every morning and the warm up every night before I go to bed. Yeah. Oh my God. I, the and thing then, is, and he's then, being serious. He's not being serious. Folding satirical. clothes once at lunchtime.